0: Welcome to Sales Paradise. On today's episode, we have Daniel Disney, which we actually interviewed him a few months ago, but we are publishing it today specially for you. Daniel is from the United Kingdom. He's a LinkedIn and social selling trainer. He's the founder of The Daily Sales and the author of the Million Pound LinkedIn Message. Daniel Disney, we're looking so forward to talking to you today, so thanks so much for joining.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Really excited to uh, be on your show. Today.
0: Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your background and also what you're doing currently.
1: Yeah, so I'm sales through and through. It's the first job I had at 16 years old, and uh, I kind of left full-time sales employment um, just over a year ago now as, as head of sales. And yeah, I am pure sales. I love it. I'm very sad in that I love everything around the world of sales. and i guess like you say more recently um around about 5 years ago 5 6 years ago i started to use linkedin uh in the sort of b2b selling space and it kind of blew up the the way i sold how i sold much i sold and i just got sort of absorbed into this amazing new sort of tool that uh, allowed me to enhance the the way i um the way i was working in sales so that sort of transformed me to then start to learn how to use it in different ways and built a personal brand and a sort of small business called the Daily Sales, just sharing content for salespeople. And I'm now able to to take that on uh, full time.
0: So years back, were you able to do any social selling or, or digital marketing at the time? No. Yeah, so the core, the biggest part of my sales career
1: has been um, either cold calling or retail or field sales out on the road. Uh, I've had a very mixed uh, background within the sort of core, traditional sales area. And it was, yeah, only sort of towards the the latter part. that I mean, to be fair, LinkedIn, you know, has really grown a lot over the last recent years.
0: Yeah. I mean, back when we first got in, who in the world could have thought that LinkedIn would have been such an amazing resource?
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it amazes me actually to see some of the uh, amazing things you can achieve through it. And I think it's one of those areas that, change is always is difficult and coming from a traditional sales background, from being a cold caller and, you know, out on the road, etc., to then leveraging this as a new tool. I've seen that whole process. And as you kind of alluded to, I, I don't have a digital marketing background. I'm not a designer or a content creator. I've never done any of that. I'm a, I'm a sales person. I've been out on the doors and on the phone. So I've been through that process and I know how difficult it is to go from Making cold calls and going out to face-to-face meetings to then using LinkedIn to create content and engage—it's it's a very different tool. But as you, you know, kind of mentioned, there's so much opportunity within it.
0: Yeah, man, it's crazy how fast everything is changing. But I think what's really cool too about you teaching this is you're actually teaching it from a practitioner standpoint. It's something that you continue to uh, learn from, work on, and you're teaching what uh, has actually worked to get you to this point and also you're keeping you know your eyes on what the next trend is
1: yeah I, i've like i said i've worked in sales a long time i've been on plenty of sales courses and it can be unfortunately very often that you get sales trainers that are teaching you things that worked years and years ago and there will be lessons within that that do work i, I can't discredit it. it there are some really great lessons but there are still quite a lot of things that do become outdated and so i wanted to what makes me so passionate about what i do now whether i'm speaking on stage or or training sales teams is that everything i teach i'm still using so i am running a business separate to sort of the teaching side of things and i'm social selling now so everything i use is current and as you kind of mentioned it does change so five years ago you know blogs were where you really wanted to kind of put your time into whereas now it's videos and hashtags and so it's kind of being able to stay at the very forefront of you know, what I'm going out to teach.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that. So what are some of the things that whether they're inside reps, outside reps, that you think will be some of the newer things that uh, people need to keep their eye on?
1: At the core of it, we'll get to the sort of forms of content. At the core of it is, is value. So whatever you share, whether it's someone else's blog or you're creating stuff, make it a value to the customer. The biggest mistake Salespeople make, whether they're inside outside sales reps, is they see social media and they go into sort of autopilot and they just advertise and they just put out offers and features and benefits and they just promote themselves and their product. And actually, you need to flip it the other way around and just give value. What are the insights and knowledge and things you can provide that will you know be of value to your prospects and customers? So, sort of that's at the heart of it. But in terms of forms of content, videos definitely, probably. I think video is going to have one of the biggest impacts in sales in general over the coming years. Uh, Social media has had a huge impact and will continue to sort of embed itself. But video is kind of the next curve that's coming up, whether it's used as a prospecting tool within emails or as a content tool. So videos uploaded into YouTube or LinkedIn, you know, videos, definitely something to start playing around with. It's also very difficult. I mean, I can sit quite comfortably now on camera but about a year and a bit ago I hated it (laughs) there was nothing I hated more than sitting with my phone trying to record a video of myself it's (laughs) so So it's just trying to sort of get the the practice but yeah video hashtags on LinkedIn kind of came in um, last year and they're starting to boost the algorithm around it Um, and the last thing is kind of long statuses so where you would just do an update but really filling out the character limit and telling engaging stories or case studies, those type of things where you kind of take people on a journey, just make it as engaging as possible for the reader. You don't sort of about what you have to say. It's what they're going to want to read. That makes sense.
0: Yes, that's a very good point. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned that because so many times it is easy to get kind of pulled into what is the next new tactic or, you know, the next cool thing, but really, what it really boils down to is the core part being: Are we bringing value, regardless of what technique we use?
1: Yeah, uh, it's, I always call it autopilot. I think it's something that salespeople do. They don't do it consciously. They're not going out to to you know think they're doing something wrong, but it's sort of a autopilot. Right? I need to sell something. Clearly, the best way to do it is just to put out loads of features and benefits and pull at the customer type thing. Whether they do that on the phone, face to face, or via LinkedIn, it's that sort of. Yeah, sales autopilot, that if you can switch it off and actually start to think properly and think, okay, how can I ask questions or give value and, and listen, we all know those are the kind of key secrets to, to sales. All
0: right, so let me ask you this. So when you start to work with a group of sales reps, what are the, some of the first things that you have to work with them on, like, you know, some of the things that keep popping up? Yes, the
1: foundation. So the, the thing I start with, and it, it seems to be the same for anyone, whether they've got no sort of. Experience using LinkedIn or social to those that even are using it quite regularly first place to start is the profile it sounds really simple it sounds really basic but there are tons of opportunities sat within uh, your LinkedIn profile and again it doesn't matter whether you're inside selling outside selling in the field whether you're a sales manager you know that that profile is your digital self so with you know when you go to a face to face meeting when you go to networking events and you're dress in your nice suit you've got your nice shoes and your watch or dress and whatever you, you know, you present yourself very nicely and rarely do we ever take that same logic and thought process and apply it to what we now have, which is a digital presence. We have this digital image and realistically our social media profiles, that's what that is. And For a lot of us, unfortunately, it doesn't paint the same picture that we put the effort in physically. And so it's trying to make sure that at the foundation level, you've got the strongest possible profile that makes you look as credible, trustworthy, and again, of interest to your prospects as possible. Um, So yeah, profile is number one place to start.
0: But what I find really fascinating is how quickly the profiles on LinkedIn have changed from Back, you know, where they just acted as a digital resume um, to now, you know, it's a tool to, to actually network for any business reason. But, you know, with saying that I know a lot of people still struggle on how to actually use the platform and, and you know, and what's appropriate. I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. So again, going back at the core of it, so at the core of your LinkedIn profile, as you mentioned, a lot of people fill it out like a CV. And that's for a big part. If you want to use LinkedIn to get a job, it's an amazing tool. To make it like a CV, 100%. But if you want to use it to sell, if you're happy in your job and you know, you know want to leverage it for that benefit, then you really want to make it customer focused. So if you're working in sales, there's you know the flip side of it. If you're trying to get a job in sales, you want to boast about all your sales success, all the times you've hit target. But that information is not going to be the type of thing that your customers want to see, because that's just going to show you as an aggressive salesperson. So it's about twisting it and focusing it more about how are you helping people? What problems are you solving? You know, what motivates you to solve those problems? What credibility do you have? What success have you had? So it's building out your profile and your summary is probably the best place to do that it's the biggest sort of content section that you have um so making it is packed with that kind of information as possible and if you know any of the listeners want to go and look at my profile you'll see the sort of format that i follow and it's (laughs) kind of the spacing bullet points not too sort of paragraph heavy you one thing, and this is the same for profile, for content, whatever you're using social for, you've got to remember how we use social media. We don't read it like a book. We scroll. And so when we're scrolling through a profile or scrolling through content, making their sort of clear spaces between sentences and having bullet points makes it more engaging to read. So whether it's your profile or whether it's the content, you'll see, you know, it's the same format I follow throughout my LinkedIn profile, throughout the content I share, and it has a huge impact on the the engagement that it, it then generates. Um, so, yeah, summary, again, make it customer-focused. The other two areas that are often um, overlooked are profile photo.
0: <laughs> oh, no, this may hit close to home right here.
1: Uh, honestly, the, the worst I see, and I put I this <laughs> in a lot of my classes, are salespeople, professional B2B sales, uh, salespeople. that Their profile picture, I've had a few where they're holding a pint of beer next to their face, <laughs> and. You know, unless you're selling beer, that's probably the only scenario you'd get away with it. But when I started using LinkedIn about five years ago, smartphones weren't quite what we had now, and it was quite difficult to get a high quality photo. But whether you've got an iPhone 8 or above or a decent Samsung phone, or there are so many smartphones with decent cameras, you can get near professional quality photos done. All you need to do is find a nice plain background, white, black, any color that's appropriate and yeah smartly dressed take a a headshot nice and easy or if you can invest money and it's usually not a lot do get a professional photographer to do it because you get the lighting you get the best possible angles but that is the first impression you make that's the same principle as dressing up smart when you go face to face make that picture the same Uh, and then the, the second bit was your background there's a, a background section on LinkedIn profiles, which a lot of people miss out. Yeah. That's almost like a, a billboard. Um, you know, it's your opportunity to try and show your customers what it is you do. You want them to be able to, in that first glance, know what you do.
0: Exactly. Yeah, what's funny is even if someone is not needing to use LinkedIn to prospect or, or you know, post a digital resume, I mean, it's such a strategic and important piece of online real estate to, uh, you know, establish credibility in whatever you do.
1: No, it's an amazing opportunity. I mean, you think again—traditional selling. Let's look at cold calling, for example, or even face-to-face meeting. You know, a salesperson will spend a lot of time trying to prove credibility, build trust, build rapport. And actually, through social, you have the opportunity to do that beforehand. And it—it it blows my mind because I mean, I've been fortunate enough to grow a, a very strong personal brand over the years. But even when I started using it, I noticed the effects kind of quite quickly. As soon as I started to share content. I would go to meetings with prospects that I've never met before. I, I may not have even spoken to them for long on the phone just to book that meeting. But I would walk in, and instead of where I would usually have to sit down and spend 10 to 15 minutes saying, "This is who I am. This is what I do," and yada yada yada, the first thing that they would greet me with is, "Oh, Dan, I loved that blog you wrote last week. That was fantastic. Really loved the points you put in it." And instantly, they know pretty much who I am. They've sort of got some trust and respect for me through the value I've given through the content. And I'm already several steps ahead of that sales process, able to then dive straight into the, the more important stuff. So having that opportunity is, is priceless. You don't get it all the time, but it's, it certainly makes a difference for those opportunities that you can use it.
0: Oh, yeah. And the great thing about it is the content is actually evergreen. But, you know, as you mentioned, um, you built up a pretty strong uh, social and online presence. Um, so you're the founder of The Daily Sales. So tell me what made you start that to begin with.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned before, like, I genuinely love sales. Um, you know, sadly, it is the one thing I am interested in probably more than anything. And when I started to use LinkedIn, I saw a lot of people were writing blogs. And I had so the two choices. I was selling um, IT uh, training at the time, so I could write about tech and you know computers and you know training etc but i realized that whilst i could sell it and i could hold my own with any decision maker my knowledge only went so far and it certainly wasn't the same passion that i had so creating content would be very difficult or i write and create content about what i am passionate about which is sales and so i started to, to kind of write some sales blogs and you know they were pretty terrible looking back but it was that sort of start of finding my voice a bit and starting to create uh, content. And bit by bit, they got better and better and more engagement, more people started to read them. And I sort of saw a bit of a, a an opportunity with LinkedIn where everyone was sort of writing bits and sharing bits of content. But I thought, actually, wouldn't it be great to kind of create some sort of central location, somewhere where everyday salespeople find good content on a regular basis that was you know of value to them Um, and yeah, just one evening, uh, probably after six months of writing blogs and creating memes and stuff, I was sat on the sofa and, uh, the sort of idea for the daily sales came up and sat and created a, a logo on my phone, set up the social pages, built a sort of very early stage website at the time. And then every day just made the effort to put out valuable content. And because it was always value, I never asked for anything. It. I never thought it would be a business. I only did it as a hobby. So because I was always giving, the audience grew very fast. I wasn't advertising. I wasn't promoting anything. It was just tips and insights and entertainment and all that kind of stuff and motivation. So the audience grew. And um, yeah, within the first year, I think it grew to 100,000 followers, which was amazing. And And that was crazy. Uh, (laughs) I'd never never really used social media before. I was using it to sell and starting to get really good at that. But suddenly I built this page that had a following and it was, it was quite a, a learning process. But as soon as it started to grow, I, I suddenly realized there was an opportunity to to sort of turn it into a business and help businesses that are selling to salespeople, all the amazing tools that I'd used or been a fan of, CRMs and sales enablement tools. Actually, if I could help them get in front of that audience, not only does it benefit them, but it benefits the audience because they benefit from those tools, so it was sort of a win win I was very keen to make sure i wasn 't promoting something really random that they wouldn't benefit from just to make a quick buck as such. I wanted to make sure it was the right sort of pairing and it was a lot of hard work, um but the sort of second year of it was then kind of that transformation was still growing, and yeah, here we are now, year three uh just about to tip over four hundred thousand followers, which is um. With some amazing companies that we work with, and it's an absolute just humble joy to have seen it become what it is. Because I get messages from the, the followers saying, you know, how much they love the content, how it, you know, makes them smile, it motivates them, they print stuff off and put it in their sales walls, you know. And me, I, I create 99% of the content, and having worked in sales all my life, it's nice to be able to provide value as well. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing.
0: Well, another thing that's interesting is you mentioned, you know, actually making the logo on your phone, man. So often we wait for, you know, everything to be perfect, you know, to start anything. I mean, back then, who in the world would have known what the potential was. Um, But the main thing uh, was that you used what you had and, and like the profile pictures, you know, even just your phone for that. I mean, it, it, it just takes just a matter of a little bit of time. It is.
1: And that's that's, that's the the amazing thing. And also what's amazing about social, that there is so much stuff that you can use without having to spend tons of money. Everything, pretty much everything I've achieved, the big things I've achieved on social media, were all done on the free LinkedIn account, not with the premium or sales navigator, all done on the free basic stuff. The, The daily sales as a business, minimal, minimal cost. I mean, the website I first created was a free website, um, really nothing i created the content on my phone or on my laptop it was really didn't need anything thrown at it it was just about finding something that i was had a lot of energy passion for um to kind of create and then yeah it just it just takes it takes hard work there's no no silver bullet there's nothing i probably could have paid for that would have fast-tracked it It was just a case of, of doing what i was uh very very interested in and um yeah it's the same with social your LinkedIn profile is, is free. You don't have to pay for it. And there is so much opportunity on that free account that you can leverage before you ever need to look at the premium. And the premium's great. The premium sales navigator is a fantastic tool, but it's pretty much pointless unless you're covering all those basics. You need to have the good profile. You need to know how to search on the basic features. You need to know how to share and create good content. Then the next step further down is the where you can start to invest money in it. But yeah, it's an amazing tool. Was it 600 million members across the globe?
0: And it's continued to grow fast. I mean, not just the amount of members, but also the engagement has gone up just dramatically as well.
1: Oh, massively. Um, I I speak to so many decision makers that say, you know, some of them are genuinely addicted to LinkedIn. But I've had a few confess to me that they spend hours every evening just scrolling through the feed. Um, You know, social media has kind of opened this door where, again, in the past, you were defined by when your decision-maker or your prospect was sat at their desk and were there either to see you face-to-face or pick up the phone. Now, with social media, for a lot of people, it's the first thing they check in the morning. It's the last thing they check at night. And they'll be checking it every five minutes throughout the day, right or wrong. They don't have to agree with it or disagree with it. That's just the reality of it. And so, like I said, it is an amazing tool. It blows my mind. And it's, again, just a sort of sidetrack. It's not about just using it. I use the phone. I use face-to-face. I use video and Skype. I use all of those tools together. But it's about bringing them all to kind of create that modern-day kind of comprehensive sales approach.
0: Exactly. You know, what's funny is I remember when I started out in sales, a a key strategy when you would go into a doctor's office or CEO's office, we would quickly look around to make a mental note of what was on the walls or what was important to them. Then when presenting, you know, you would weave in everything that you noticed before into the conversation, you know, whether it was about fishing, a sports team or, or you know, any type of hobby or interest. And now, even before you meet someone, you know, whether it's in person or on the phone, you can do a bit of research, you know, beforehand.
1: You're exactly right. And that's why every I mean, I did it time, to time again, you go and you look for pictures of their family, which football team do they support, whatever they've got around uh, you can then use in conversation to build that relationship. With and again, a lot of those signs that uh, are sat within their activity, you know, you can go on their profile. LinkedIn will show you which groups you share. You can see their content. I mean, I share a lot of posts and I love it when people you know come and talk to me and they'll say, oh, you know, how was this that you did last week? How was that event that you went to? And, you know, again, it breaks down so many of the barriers that we tend to go up against the salespeople.
0: And it keeps you on their mind. You know, what's amazing is you just never know, you know, where it's all reaching out to. No, no, it's
1: a crazy thing. Uh, it give you a really crazy uh, scenario. I uh, live in a small village in, in the UK, and my kids go to the, the school, and I know some of the parents that also live in the village. And by chance, one of the parents actually came up to me and said, oh, I've been following you on LinkedIn for a while, which I, I, I wasn't aware of. I said, how much would it cost for you to come and spend some time and help me with my LinkedIn? You know, and it's one of those bizarre things. You just don't know quite how far your reach is is having an impact and equally what opportunities that that might generate.
0: Yeah, really, the sky is the limit, Um man. It's just crazy, Um, you know, just what we have as resources right now. All right, here we go. Let's go to the section of the interview when I just ask you some quick questions, um, you know, just to kind of get your uh, your preferences of this. So. Uh, is there any book that you're reading right now currently or just one that you'd like to highlight for the listeners?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I get asked this a lot. And I honestly, I mean, as you can probably see, i am got a whole bookshelf full of yeah. the sales books out there. I love, obviously I love sales. I love sales books. And a lot of these are amazing books. So no discredit them. There are some great books there. My all-time favorite and it's actually quite an unknown book. Um, it's a book called The Extremely Successful Salesman's Club. Uh, It's by a UK-based author called Chris Murray. He's fantastic. He's an international speaker and trainer, um, an absolute amazing person. But this book is just fantastic. And I'll tell you why. All of these books tell you how to sell, which is good. This book tells you how to sell, but Chris has wrapped it around an amazing story where he talks about an uncle who takes his nephew in and teaches him about all of the key things that make you successful in sales and so not only are you learning all those lessons but you transport it into this kind of story that just makes it so much more powerful within reading um yeah. i love talking about this book because i've read this a few times now and genuinely it is my all-time favorite sales book
0: oh yeah that's awesome all right well let's see is there a quote that uh kind of has a special place in your life or you know one that you'd like to highlight yeah, I think one that stuck with me
1: pretty much for my entire sales career is you reap what you sow. <laughs> what you put in determines what you get out. And I, I'm I'm not someone who's afraid to get my hands dirty. I'm not someone who's afraid to, to work hard. And I think learning that quote quite early on helped me appreciate that what I put in will have a huge impact on what I put out. And You know, I'm very humble and fortunate to be running my own business and and, you know doing what i genuinely love which is speaking and training salespeople. but you know i get to do that because of the hard work i put in i spent two years building the daily sales whilst working full-time as a head of sales you know and and still having
0: a family too
1: and having kids so I, i sacrificed to put a lot into it but what i reap from that is something i'm certainly very grateful for so Sales is very much, I think, focused around that. You know, the more calls you make, the more time you put into social selling, the more emails you send, the more work you do genuinely will, as long as it's the right stuff, will have a huge impact on what you get out of it.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, You know, I think that's the first time we've had that one come up on the show, you know, even though we may have all heard it before, but it's a great reminder. Uh, Well, let's see. What about a favorite piece of technology?
1: Yeah, I, I tell you what actually this there's one I've come up colour very niche in terms of probably who it's applicable for, but for me, can't tell you how much of a lifesaver this has been. It's something called subtitle and it's it adds captions to videos, which again is gonna be niche at who it applies to, but as I kind of mentioned, videos gonna have a very big part in sales and social selling. And things like LinkedIn, it you know, posting videos is great, but so many people can't listen to it because they're in their office. So yeah. I get tons of people you know, messaging me saying, can you add subtitles? And it's very difficult to do. Um, either you have to add them yourself, which I, I can't stand listening to my own voice. So <laughs> I hate to listen to a whole video and try and type it in. Or there's, I mean, I've had quite a few lengthy processes, but subtitle is pretty impressive. Literally upload the video. It does it automatically. I would say it's very reasonably priced for, for what it is and does that job, which will help me start to create way more engaging video content so yeah powerful tool that i'm sadly very excited about <laughs> well
0: you know what's funny is even though we have a global audience i'm curious what your take is do you think it'll work on those of us with a southern american accent
1: uh, I, you have to try it and let me know
0: i'm <laughs> right, I've heard quite
1: a few people have used it with different accents and it's been, it's been yeah <laughs>
0: Well, what do you think? Um, now that we're at the the end, what do you think would be a a, a key takeaway that you would want the audience to have? Um, yeah, I guess the
1: core thing I would love people to take away, if you're going to use sales or social selling, is is give value. You know, again, it's the same principle: you reap what you sow. What you give to your customers will have a huge impact on what you're able to get back. So, I would hope listeners are, are hopefully being a bit more motivated or encouraged to start using LinkedIn a bit more and definitely make value a big part of your strategy whether you're sharing articles or creating content whatever you may do do make sure you're giving first sales isn't about take 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 it's not about just jumping in and asking for sales and pitching for meetings you need to earn that opportunity and do that by giving value so i I hope that's (laughs) one of the core takeaways
0: well if anyone in our audience were you know wanted to connect with you or reach out to you what would be the best way yeah so um i'm on linkedin uh,
1: unfortunately i've reached my uh, connection limit so I, unfortunately, i can't connect anymore but you can follow um the, please do do that uh the daily sales has a website uh, has an email address which comes direct to me so if, it, if there are any you know cool questions about social please do pop them across i um work hard to try and get back to pretty much everyone so so yeah but hopefully follow me on linkedin and you'll see all the content i uh, i love to create which i hope they enjoy
0: Well, no doubt they will. So thanks again. It was so great to have Daniel Disney on the show today. Um, I've been connected to him for quite some time. Uh, In the show notes on salesparadise.com, we will have, uh, you know, the link to his profile. We'll have a link to some of the resources he mentioned. And also, um, do not miss all the stuff coming up on the website. Um, You know, over this next year, it's going to be evolving quite a bit. So sign up for the uh, mailing list and we'll keep you updated. And until next time, keep smiling.